Hello, all you Spanish announce tables out there. I am the bona fide stud, Leon Turner, and this is my tag team partner, the certified G, Juno. <laughs> Why, thank you. And we welcome you to the Spanish announce table. Tonight, we'll be discussing the Owen Hart Memorial um, <clears throat> pair up with AEW. And then we'll be talking about some hot gossip that's going on in the WWE right now. Yeah, very hot gossip. But first, of course, as a disclaimer, we will be talking about a rather upsetting, would be the right word? Yeah, it's quite a heavy topic. I mean, it's if you guys know about what happened to Owen Hart and the Owen Hart Memorial Foundation, you know how heavy this topic can get. Yeah, so... Uh... Just in case there are people who are very emotional about this particular topic, fair warning right now. Well, so, I mean, I'm, I'm quite emotional about the topic. I watched it live. It was it was quite... What, you saw Over the Edge or the Dark Side of the Ring documentary? Um, I was watching the pay-per-view live that he expired in. So that would be Over the Edge, 1998. Yeah. Yes, I don't. <laughs> it's been a long time. Um, yeah, I was watching. I watched that live when it was happening at the Maritime Club. It was a place where we could always, a bunch of us could go. Like, well, anyone could go and pay five bucks and watch the pay per view. Right. Um, I was there with a bunch of my friends, and it was pretty hardcore for a lot of Owen Hart fans. Yeah. Well, we're going to just get rid of all that sadness and the badness. We can talk about his good stuff. For example, he's been in at least three Hall of Fames, Mm -hmm. including one in Canada with him and the Hart family. He has been an IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion for New Japan. He had the Feud of the Year in 1994 with his brother, Brett the Hitman Hart. He has been... um, a European champion once once in a continental champion twice, four WWE tag team titles with Yokozuna twice, his cousin the British Bulldog once, and Double J Jeff Jarrett once. He's been the nineteen ninety-four King of the Ring, and he has won three Slammy Awards for Biggest Rat, Squared Circle Soccer, and Best Bow Tie. <laughs> Didn't he also steal one of Brett's slammies? He did. He did steal a Brett slammy. Yes, he did. Yes, I remember. <laughs> oh my god, that was so long ago. Wow. <laughs> yes, you yes. know is the older of the two of us. I lived through a whole different wrestling era than than Leon did, but yeah, <laughs> I I've been more of a modern wrestling fan with with knowledge about the past. Well, I do quite like modern wrestling. Like, I'm not going to sneeze at it or, like, snub my nose to it. Mm-hmm. I love what I love what's happening now. I just remember the good old days. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> but... Back when we could watch wrestling for 37 change. <laughs> but... There was only two federations, the WWF and WCW. <laughs> yes, but also there was ECW, but that's beside the point. We're digressing uh, well, here. When I started watching, though, ECW wasn't quite a thing. It became a thing in my teen years. That's fair enough. Again, we're digressing. 
Yes, which we're good at. We're good at. So if you don't like digression in your podcasts, fuck off. Yeah, screw off. But, (laughs) oh, and for those who call us Team Horny, back the fuck off. What? Team Horny. Why are we called Team Horny? Because of the advert, but never mind. Oh, we've also got pushback on, we've already got pushback on that? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen any of it. <laughs> it's been on my Twitter at LeonTunner2015. Look at that. Look at that shameless plug. I'm Battle Bear. <laughs> <laughs> but as Juno did say on the top of the podcast, the Martha Hart Foundation has been in contact and has established a, a partnership with All Elite Wrestling and President Tony Khan. They will now be hosting a Owen Hart Memorial Tournament in his memory. And um, there seem to be quite a few names that could be on that list. First of all, a member of Team Taz, Ricky Starks. He could be, like, in that tournament. But that who knows? Cool. Nothing's been revealed yet. So from- who... Who are some of your AEW picks that you'd love to see in the tournament? Oh, Ricky Starks, because he he kind of has that that same kind of flying ability that Owen Hart did. Mm. Uh, Dante Martin, I probably want him to be there, kind of like the dark horse of a tournament. Uh, maybe maybe one half of the Young Bucks, Matt or Nick, or one half of the Lucha Brothers. Kazarian, Jungle Boy, I don't know, you know. It, there's a whole field of up-and-coming talent in AEW who can, you know, who can do that, who can fit that bill. What about you? I'd love to see Sting. Where Sting's with AEW now. He is, I. I would love to see him in that tournament because not only is he, like, old school, and hi, I'm old school. But he was around in wrestling and he had, ma- I think he had a match or two with Owen mm. at one point. It would be really cool to see like some of the older talent in it so they can like, it, it could be like, oh, look, he's not just there in spirit. He's there in Sting. his old competitor, Sting, or he's there with like, they could show us some old classic moves that I think yeah, some of yeah. you guys couldn't pull off quite as well as Owen could have. Maybe they get in um, David Hart. Oh, that would be nice. Which one is David Hart? Okay, there's so many hearts, and I feel bad for this. Was he the teacher or the firefighter? He's the... I think he's a firefighter? Basically, he um, he was with Tyson Kidd and Natalia. Oh, yeah, he was the firefighter of the family. Yeah. Right. Yeah, what if they got brought in the firefighter? That would be cool. It would be nice to see one of like, or even Natalia in it, right? Oh. But it's but she's still signed to WWE, isn't she? Uh, yes, and she's <sighs> just had her women's tag team title taken off her. Well, Maddie, you don't have the gold around your waist anymore, sweetie. It's time to jump, baby girl. Yeah, I think it's on a jump ship. They never use her properly. Like, I'm glad she got the tag team titles finally. Yeah, but once aside from that, when's the last time she was really champion? And I mean, uh, if anyone is going to take that, if anyone's going to take 
the women the like the women's division by storm it should be natty because she was one of the ogs she is one of the ogs yes but obviously with someone like dr Britt, that's going to be hard to do that's going to be very hard to do i know but we can always get her away from there no no as in dr Britt, the aew women's world champion Oh, I wasn't talking about her taking that yet. But I mean, it would be nice for her to get into yeah. somewhere where she's new, right? Somewhere where they'll actually use her properly. And this is what you guys are going to hear me say about AEW and WWE all the time. <laughs> WWE, their writers are like RuPaul on season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race on Ooh. fucking crack. <laughs> Some of the decisions these guys are making is just no. nasty. Like, it's horrible. No, but hold up. We know the one person to blame. And you'll hear this a lot from me on on these episodes. Vince McMahon is the one to blame for all of this. Well, yeah, but I mean, he can only approve what his writers bring him, right? Yeah, no, so I get when that. his writers bring him crap, he can only <laughs> approve the best of, like, the, the shiniest turd of all the turds, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure these writers, like, okay, yeah, sure. I'm recording a podcast, and I don't know what it's like to write for a no. wrestling promotion. And I don't know what it's like to put an, an episode together. But I do kind of know what it's like to throw a card together. Because, yeah. I mean, it's not that it's not that deep. It's a wrestling card. I'm not always saying, I don't, I'm not always about, you know, give the fans what they want. Mm. But for the love of God, how many times was Charlotte? How many times did Charlotte hold the gold? Currently, twelve times. Yeah, well, one of those times could have been Natty. Yes. It's just the way they they make her a like a consummate jobber that pisses me off. Yeah, but on the other she side, like I don't need her to hold every championship all the time. But Jesus Christ, give her a good run. I know, but on the other hand, TK. And the elite, they know how to do shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, going back to their first ever show, All Out, sorry, All In, they had a mega card and they did it to perfection. I mean, Nick Aldis and Cody Rhodes for the NWA Championship. Yeah. And, and like, uh, Ken, not Kenta, sorry, Kota Ibushi and the Young Bucks versus three Mexican legends. Oh, chef's kiss, Fwah. you know. <laughs> and, the fact that, okay. and the fact that Jericho dressed up as Pentagon that was awesome. Yeah, no, I, I concur there. Like, I'm excited about AEW oh, in a way right. that I was in a way that I was never excited about W or ECW. ECW gave us shit that we normally didn't see. Yeah, it did. But there is flaming tables, fucking RVD. Yeah, New Jack. And and it wasn't even like the talent they gave us. They gave us pay per view matches on a weekly basis. Yeah, they gave us free television pay per view caliber matches. But that's their downfall, right? They well, gave yes, us and everything. the fact that a network didn't sign them. It wasn't just that, though. Their show was at 100. So when we wanted to see more, they had nowhere to go. 
Yeah. Like, how can like, the only thing they could have done on a pay per view to top their friggin' to top their shows was kill a man. <laughs> and New Jack almost did. Yeah, New Jack was such an idiot. Oh my god, why did they? Well, sign him? the guy who was a victim of the mass transit, it was his fault. He said he was a wrestler, and he was wanting to come into the land of extreme and to fight New Jack. I mean, who does that? You who know? wants to fight New Jack? Right. I have about seven people that I wouldn't cross in a dark alleyway if I had a fucking chainsaw. New Jack is one of them. Right. <laughs> um, but yes. scares me. So while the competitors of the tournament are unknown, we will be having one. Probably later on in the year, probably next year. I don't know. So I would see- also... I would love it, and I know it's not going to happen. And I know, I know this, so we we can we all don't have to shout at me that it's yeah, not going to happen. Don't come for her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're gonna, and you know it. Um, I'd love to see Cody and Dustin don the outfits and the paint. Oh, fuck off! I'm a Dust, gold dust, dust whore. <laughs> Dustin. Fine, because Goldust was the most successful act of WWE's Attitude Era alongside Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. But Cody as Stardust? Fuck off. When they they were like a tag, it was really good. And when Stardust went insane and did that thing with Arrow, that was gold. Oh no, him and Steve in the middle. It's fantastic. Yeah, no, that was beautiful, right? Yeah. I, love, I just I don't know. It would be cool to see in the I know it's not gonna happen. I know that for, for a fucking fact. But it would be cool. Because again, Goldust was another person that I think had a couple matches with Hart, like Owen. Yeah. I know they never worked together. Like we'll work together on the same side, rather. They were never like yeah. a tag or anything. But no. it would but he he wrestled him. Yeah, it would be so cool. Just and I know it's not going to happen because like Vince owns that shit. But Ugh. but now that we've given you what information we have, <laughs> what's, a, what's a... they're talking the the current gloss mm-hmm. is that Hit Rose coming up to the main to the main roster. Uh huh. I mean, it looks like with this upcoming. <laughs> oh, do I have shit to say about this? Oh, we'll we'll shoot on this. We'll but shoot on this. It looks like like they're postponing their draft. Okay. Right now, like that's what the that's that's rumor on the street is that they're post WWE's postponing its draft. But. Okay. How much of NXT, like, they're going to have to cannibalize 90 fucking percent of the NXT roster. Mm. How many good stars have they let go? Oh, so many. So Wasn't many. there like 123 releases? Oof, at least. And that's not, it's not, that's not even counting Black Wednesday either. Oh my God. Yeah, no, Black Wednesday was a bitch. Like, um, this year alone, they've at least released a hundred people. Wow. But yeah, so 
Hit so, Row, in case y'all don't know, <laughs> is a faction that wasn't long ago put together by um, former Shane Strickland, mm-hmm. um, who's now the NXT North American champion as of this new era. Um, this tonight on NXT 2.0, his female valet, B-Fab, she's in a match. She's going up against, um, uh, for goodness sake, He's going to, she's going up against Erica Lopez of um, Escobar's faction. So Okay. So that should be good. That could be a good watch. Um, I'm probably not going to catch it until tomorrow, like normal. No, probably me neither. But I'm just saying, like, NXT 2.0 tonight is dedicated to the ladies. Oh, nice. I can't wait to see that. You know, you know my feeling. You know my feelings with female wrestling. It's why I watch now. Oh, yeah, of course. We have (laughs) Frankie Monet, formerly known as Taya Valkyrie, (laughs) going for the NXT Women's Championship of (laughs) Raquel Gonzalez. We have two thirds of Toxic Attraction, uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, going. What was her name? Sorry. What their team name? Gigi Dolan. Yeah, formerly known as Priscilla Kelly. Oh, that's cool. I was thinking you're. I'm watching all kinds of RuPaul. I was thinking you're going to say Gigi Good, and I'm like, girl, got into wrestling. What? No. Damn. Um, I no. knew Miss I knew Miss Good could serve a look, but not, <laughs> no, I Miss Dolan hear... and her partner JC Jane of Toxic Attraction are vying for the NXT Women's Tag Team Titles of Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. Oh, I love Zoe Stark; she's really good, and I love Io <laughs> Shirai. I'm surprised she's not up on the main roster yet. Io wasn't she up on the main roster? No, no, only for Survivor Series for NXT. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. I just, I get so confused. It's been so long, guys. I'm so sorry. It's been <laughs> sorry, over. That's why it's I'm been here. Close to, yeah, it's been close to two years since I've actually been able to sit down and watch some WWE just because of life shit happening. And Right, right. But that's why I'm here. Yeah. And as, and as I, I said, really the leading lady of Hit Row is going to be in a no disqualification match with Erica Lopez. No DQ? Yeah, no DQ, baby. Ooh, guess who's going to be there with bells on? <laughs> you. I love those matches because they can just be more creative. Of course, yeah. They can be quite out of the box. So it's, and I find like, I'm probably going to sound a lot like um, friggin' Mr. Patterson here, but I love it at the end. Like, because it always, when it's a no DQ match or it's like no holds barred or it's. Yeah, yeah. Right, where it's like a hardcore match or a street match, it always comes out like the com- like the culmination of a feud. Yeah, it's a beautiful climax. So you get to see both members just beat the frig out of each other, and it's beautiful. Yeah, you can see them beat the piss out of each other, especially for a gang war like Hit Row versus um, the House of Escobar. Yes, like those two factions have been going at it. Or in like fact, when they did, or like when they did the USO Penitentiary when it was the USOs and uh, New Day. Oh yes, you mean in Hell in a Cell? Oh my god, that was a beauty. Beautiful, wasn't it? Oh my god, yeah, yeah. So yes, um, was, you were saying that. Hit, like a, 
You were saying that Hit Row could be going up to the main roster? Uh, Yes, John Alba had said that while he's not 100% sure right now, um, they are on the fast track to be put up on the main roster right now. Okay, well, I'm wondering how that's going to happen because Isaiah is North American champion. he'll He'll probably give the nod to someone else and be called up like it normally happens. Like the only reason Oscar dropped her belt was because she was she was being brought up. That's the only reason why her undefeated streak in NXT ended. It didn't even end. The streak. Oh, you're right. She didn't end it. She just dropped the belt. She just dropped the belt willingly to Triple H, and they've allowed they allowed her streak to go up to the main roster when That's it got right. beaten by Charlotte. Oh God. Okay, let's not go there. No, but, yeah. we don't my... talk about that, or we don't talk about All Star Season One, okay? <laughs> no, but they allowed her to keep her streak. Yes, she just and willingly like said, "Bye she, bye yeah, NXT." She was like, "Bye bye NXT. I don't need to be a champion anymore. I'm heading up." <laughs> yeah, she she had to willingly surrender it so she could yeah. keep her streak. And I mean, honestly, and what I, do I want to? The girl's recently had a birthday and she's now 40 years old. Shut the fuck up. Nah, bitch, I'm not kidding. Shut the fuck up. She's not that old. She's 40, but she don't look it. No. No, she doesn't. And she runs her own hair salon and everything over in Japan. She is goals. She is goals. Fuck, I'm five years behind her. And I don't look as good as her. (laughs) (laughs) shit don't crack does it man she's lucky she got some good genes she must have i look like a troll doll nah don't say that anyway what's the other hot goss mama well so i found some clickbait that i feel horrible about all right so i'm looking through look i'm like what's the hot goss these days in the wwe or in the wrestling world in general Uh uh-huh there's an impact star. Um, I'm gonna butcher the name. It's like Raka Khan. Raka Khan, yes. Raka Khan. Yes. Okay, Khan, only not. Okay. The former right hand of Scott Steiner. Girl has a bench warrant out. Okay. Like she missed court for some for something. Oh no. And girl has a bench warrant out. Like, that's crazy. Shit. <laughs> well, as as some fans of Impact would probably know, Raka Khan debuted as an enforcer for Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner, and um, then went yeah. on and then went on to align herself with Awesome Kong and the Kong Taraj. That's what I remember her from. Well, I remember her when she she was Steiner's enforcer, but what does a man like that need a goddamn enforcer for? (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Built like a shit brick, like a brick shit house. Yeah. (laughs) He he just flexes his muscle and you feel like you're going to (laughs) die. What does he need an enforcer for? Well, apparently (laughs) he got one... With Rockathon and <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, that that was like that was just one of those. Oh, we need to put a woman on your arm that's gonna look it, that isn't gonna be like someone you're sleeping with, but she needs to look intimidating. We sort of want to turn you into Triple H with China. <laughs> because, well, think about it. Aside from the fact that he was being a prissy little bitch, what did Helmsley need an enforcer for? Uh, well, they were together at the time. So... I, well, she was with a lot of people at the time. God rest no, her no. soul. No, I mean, like, at the time of Triple H having her as as his associate. Uh-huh. I know. They were dating. Yeah. That's but pro- he was also not just dating him at the time. Oh? Here's something <laughs> even I don't know about. Give it to his mama. Well, God love China Doll, because I love her. and I Yeah, God rest her soul. God rest her soul. Okay, you, so, you know how I say every guy wants an info? Until they get one. Yeah. She I, was an info. Okay, I assume uh, she slept around. Oh, oh, did she ever? So after she left WWE, yeah, even when she was in WWE, actually, she there had to be someone with her at all times because some of the talent complained about being sexually harassed by her. Oh God! Okay, <laughs> she was quite aggressive. Like when she when she wanted you, she was quite aggressive about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. And now, also, I'm only gonna barely touch the surface on this topic, but I know she did a movie with Sean Waltman, aka X Park. Okay, so don't watch it. It's not that great. There you go, she kids. Did several, she did several titles. Right, um, right. The one that she did with X-Pac was called One Night in China. Yeah. It wasn't that great. I watched it. I was left... Blasted. Oh, man. I, if I had a dick, it would have gone back up inside me. Oh. <laughs> so, for any, any of y'all who are, who are avid movie watchers, don't watch that one. <laughs> And, like, it wasn't anything that China had done. It's just, there's some people that should cle- leave their clothes on, and X-Pac is one of them. Okay. I mean, like, no one really, no one really wants, like, I should keep my clothes on, too. No, you shouldn't. But. But, <laughs> but X-Pac is also one of those people that you don't want to see naked. Okay. Um. It, it, I have the same feelings to him that I have towards Seth Rollins. I don't like seeing Seth Rollins without his sh- shirt on. Okay. <laughs> because he has, like, that underdeveloped prepubescent chest. And <laughs> <laughs> so, also has that problem. His body looks... When I was looking at him, I'm like, oh my gosh. This is, like, I feel wrong because... It didn't feel like a man's body. <laughs> Move on to some AEW rumors that are going around. Yeah, we could be seeing trios championships in AEW very soon. What's that? So, recent in recent history, 
uh, evidenced by Rucha Underground, New Japan, and Ring of Honor, there have been some six-man tag team championships. Okay. That have been up for grabs in six-man tag team matches. Um, so basically, you get a team of three or more. You fight it out, and the winners are the six-man tag team champions. Um, the most famous champions that I can think of at the top of my head are the Kingdom in Ring of Honor, when mm-hmm. they were crowned the first six-man tag team champions, uh, the Elite, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. They won the never open weight six-man tag team titles. Um, I think the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi, has won a trio's belt, but don't quote me on that. Um, but yeah, since the Young Bucks are executive vice presidents of AEW... We could be seeing a three-person uh, team belts come to AEW as well. So that would be like that would have been so cool if WWE did that with a New Day. Oh, I know, I know. New Day has to jump ship. New, New Day, Day needs to jump ship. ship. Oh. Even though Biggie's your WWE champion right now, I know I'll I'll let him be um I'll let him be WWE champion for the next eighteen years, but after that they have to go to AEW. What just for the trios titles? Fuck yes. Fuck so like yes. the reason why the Unbox brought it up is because we have Jurassic Express, which is a three person team. Mm-hmm. We have the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Person, we have a uh, that's a three person team. We now have the super click reformed with Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. We have any three members of the elite, so the Good Brothers, Kenny, oh God, Adam, yeah. it, could, it could be like just a revolving door. Pretty fucking much. We have who else do we have? That's a three person team. The Hardy Family Office, as well, um, and we have. Even people from Impact Wrestling could probably go for these, like Christian's Coalition, for example. Well, there, there are so many good stables that you just that can't all. Mm. There are so many good stables that just can't all compete together when it's just a tag team belt, belt right? Right. Which is why and, some and companies. Sure, sure, a lot of places do freebird rules, but. But that's why there's a trios titles. Right. So you don't have to worry about like a company that doesn't want to do the free birds rolls. And if there is a company out there like that, they should just be shot. <laughs> yeah, because the fabulous free birds are free bird. Like, fuck off. And they are, as they say, fabulous. Damn straight. I'm a free bird, dude. What's your excuse? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Michael Hayes and all his crew, they were just the baddest team around. Okay, Michael Hayes was... Well, okay, no. <laughs> they all were pretty good. Sorry, I was going somewhere with that and I died. Um, they were all really good. I love Jimmy Jam Garvin. Don't, like, I love him and... him and, um, It was Precious at first and then Sunny, or was it Sunny first and then Precious? Well, either way. <laughs> well, and his ladies, right? Um, the only 
vocal talent they had there was Michael Hayes, though. Of course, because he made Bad Street. Well, he made all of their music, but like when the other guys tried to freaking chime in on the tracks, they're like, "Oh no, Michael, just take the mic away." <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to, when it comes to singing, Michael, please be a solo act. Mm. <laughs> oh, do you remember when they when they freaking <laughs> when they debuted their new theme and they did this whole they had this whole thing planned out. They had like these awesome suits and this hat and the top and they were coming down and it was such a production it was yeah. amazing right except somebody turned off the house mic so when they were nobody could hear them oh no like, um, the, music, the music they're supposed to be like singing along to is supposed to be in the background but you can bear and you can barely hear michael's voice oh my yeah. god was it bad um to answer your question it was precious and sunshine precious and sunshine yeah first precious or sunshine precious was first that's what i thought um she's a wife of jimmy garvin yes and then they brought sunshine in and they did this whole feud with the two girls which at the time was funny and adorable and (laughs) <laughs> the epitome of women's wrestling back in the day where women yeah. didn't actually wrestle they just yeah at each other <laughs> but yes we um we may be seeing a free t- a free person belts coming to AEW if the young bucks have their way i hope the young bucks do have their way well, they're EVPs, so... But that doesn't mean they're going to get their way. I mean, look at all the freaking red tape um, trips has to go through to get stuff approved, and he's high up there, too. That's true, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I thought... Not that, you know, sin- not that I'm happy about all of his... About decisions. everything he's done. But when it comes to... When it came to NXT, he was... The driving, not only the driving force behind NXT, but he, NXT for the longest time was doing so much better than the main show. Did you notice that? Oh, I noticed. Trust me. And then they neutered. They they practically neutered fucking trips over it because how dare, how dare another show be doing better than Raw or SmackDown? It, it wasn't that. They neutered him twice. Their first neutering came when when NXT was beating Raw in the ratings, they had to they had to take NXT down a peg because how dare they do better than the flagship show? It was like anytime SmackDown did better than Raw. Nope, we have to stop that. They used to take like if SmackDown was doing better than Raw, they'd figure out why. And if it was a if it was like one of the talent, they would take the talent and put it on Raw. Mm-hmm. And yes, they did it again when AEW slaughtered them in the in in the ratings too. But they neutered him way before then. Oh no, no, I get that, but I'm just saying that's the only time until you said. Like, I used to watch NXT back when it first started, and I was so happy with it because they were doing. My God, the world knows I want to try and record today, and it's like making life hard. Um, <laughs> I remember back in NXT's heyday when I first started watching, I was like, this is new. It's 
the format's not new, but what Triple H did with it was new. And it felt yes. so nice for once. Yeah. It felt so nice to watch some matches that I wasn't just that I wasn't shoehorned into liking. Of course. <laughs> like I actually got to sit down and watch new competitors square mm-hmm. off against one each other one another and tell me the stories they used to tell. Yes. Like I miss oh man, I miss like month month and month and month long arcs. Yeah. Like Agreed. nowadays I feel like we only get a couple of weeks of a of a feud, right? And then it's taken care of at the next pay per view or something. Yeah. I feel like we don't get enough of that anymore. And it will be cool to see because I think AEW is gonna try to do the from what I've been reading, from what I've been reading, dear dear listeners, AEW is going to attempt to do the old format for feuds. That's what they're currently doing. Because mm. on the rumor mill, mm. it, it is said that Adam Hangman Page will finally become AEW champion after a long like feud between him and the elite. I'm excited. I miss those because... And not only that, you know when you talk about story arcs? Yeah. They've done they're doing a really big one with Roman Reigns as like the tribal chief. Well, the story arcs I find they do are overarching and they're overlapping and they can last for a decade or two. I mean, like look what they did with Taker, right? Right. And in the last couple years they have done some pretty long arcs. But Mm -hmm. I find their feuds. Oh yeah. Their feuds don't last that long. Not like they used to. Oh my God, I'm so old. Not like they used to in the heyday, my friend. <laughs> Listeners, you'll <laughs> listen to that a lot. Now, Shani, give me the general. I'm old. <laughs> but, but not only like... I, I find it's hard to get into a feud these days because by the time I'm hooked and I'm interested, it's over. Yeah, of course. Of course. They don't, like, they try to do a slow burn, but they do it in such a way that there's no burn. It's all just slow. And by the time the feud's over, you're like, shit, what was that? Right. Man, I'd love another couple weeks of that feud, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's it's great that they left me wanting, but they didn't do it in the right way. Right. (laughs) There's a good way to cliffhang. Yes. And WWE's lot, like, they used to be so good at it. But now AEW is doing that. Well, of course, because AEW is fresh. They have fresh eyes. They have, they know, (laughs) they watch WWE and they're like, because they've all been in in that. They've mostly, most of them have come from the WWE. They know what not to do. They know what to fix going forward. And I mean, Vince would have the same, have that same outlook if he would get his head out of his ass and start oh. listening to his towns a little more. And and I honestly think that's why NXT was so good because Triple H listened to the guys, right? right. He listened to his talent. He had them, like Bailey was producing and calling matches in NXT. <laughs> right? He let them have that responsibility. Yeah. He let them have like he let them have that type of creative control to an extent so they 
not only did they feel like they were part of it, but they felt like, hey, if I don't want to wrestle, I can do some backstage shit. And this is me getting my my experience so I can do that backstage stuff. Yeah, and my dues. And, well, these are just... What he was having them do was was more... Like, sure, they did pay their dues in, in the fact that they knew how to actually put up and tear down a ring, unlike some other wrestlers I heard about. <laughs> right. <laughs> the show must go on, folks. But, yeah. But I find, like, with Triple H, he was, like, letting them learn how to do the backstage stuff in case someday they can no longer work in the ring. Right. And because, and also, you never know when an injury is going to sideline you. Indeed. And if you can't work a match, you're not getting paid. <laughs> so, learning how to do some backstage stuff keeps you employed when you're out with an injury. That ironically leads me to a segment I've had in my head for a very long time. Ooh. Let's shoot. Let's shoot. Oh, you mean I haven't been shooting this entire time? Okay. Oh, no, I know that, but I mean. <laughs> So, you and I are going to give each other topics, okay? Oh. And we have to be as honest as we can. As Paul Him would say, we need to shoot from the hip. Oh, like my grandmother. Okay. (laughs) What would you personally like to shoot on? Oh, we know that I'm bad with choices. Just, Just give me a topic. Sure, sure. I will let you shoot... On the Alliance from 2001. The people, like, the, sorry, the one with Kurt Angle in it? Yeah, the WCW ECW Alliance. Yeah, it was bullshit. Well, go ahead and let's shoot. <laughs> I've never seen something so stupid in my life and I am a friend I'm a fan of fucking blue ball like the blue meanie and ball yeah. okay. everyone loves the blue meanie oh my god the blue meanie is awesome yes he is but that alliance was a farce mm-hmm. it was a farce and we all knew it was a farce okay when De- like when freaking McMahon bought everything because he wants to be like the freaking Walt Disney of wrestling. <laughs> or, or sports entertainment. Screw that noise. It's wrestling. Yeah, it is wrestling. So yeah, screw that noise. Yeah, he wants to be the freaking Walt Disney of it. Well, sorry, sir. Well, a Walt Disney, you are not. Indeed. And then he like brings that stupid freaking alliance together. Here, have these two, have these two companies that were were out, that hated that were each out other. Of business. Well, not just that. Let's take these two companies that hated each other more than we hated them individually. Let's pop them. Let's not just do that. Let's put my son and my daughter in charge of it. <laughs> yeah. That was a good idea. I mean, actually, it was. I love Shane. No, I love Shane and Shane and Steph, and I love what Shane and Steph were doing. Mm-hmm. I really do. But it was also nepotism at its fucking finest. Right. <laughs> um, nepotism. When you look that up in the freaking dictionary now, you're going to see like a picture of Shane. And Paul. Well, 
Yeah. Because yep. Paul Hamill that, was involved. But that, no. See, do you know what nepotism is? Well, educate me and any listeners who may not know. All right. Let's educate the children. Um, nepotism <laughs> is when you're related to someone who has a high-ranking job, like a CEO of a company. Oh. And, of, and they employ you in, over anyone else. Like, even if you don't have the skills for the job. I see. Like, I see. like, a, manager, like a manager hiring their, their, call, like their high school-aged kid to be a supervisor. Yeah. That's nepotism. Now, nepotism is also exactly what Vince McMahon did when he's like, here, run these two defunct companies. Yes. But was it bad? No. Because they were really good at it. Mm. Shane put together an amazing concept. He ran amazing shows. He had great cards. He had great records. Apart from the Booker T and Buff Bagwell. Okay, we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) We are suiting. Okay, that was shit. Buff Bagwell should never have been a wrestler. (laughs) <laughs> he was an exotic dancer that wow. had the look that fucking Vince McMahon wanted. So guess what happened? He brought him in. Mm-hmm. He had no wrestling chops. It was like Sandman. Sandman had no wrestling chops. But Paul Hankin liked the look at him, like the look of him. So he brought him in. But he turned out to be an ECW icon. <laughs> That you don't ever want to stand against in the ring because he doesn't know how to pull a punch. Indeed. <laughs> all, the, all those, like, everything you saw connect, that was real, folks. Oh, that was real. He weren't pulling no punches. Wrestlers didn't have to act hurt because he hurt them. Yes. All right. What do I get to shoot on? Um, what do you think should have came out in place of the gobbledygook or is that it? Oh shit. Now this is something I haven't touched on, so this is gonna be quite a good shoot. Okay, well what should have come out of the place of the gobbledygooker is Vince McMahon in a chicken suit. He should have done the hokey cokey and he should have been smacked in the head with a steel chair. <laughs> Cause that idea was bullshit. Although it did lead to Xavier Woods dressing up as a gobbledygooker years later. That And like that was amazing. I loved that. I laughed my ass off. Yeah, I laughed my ass off at Xavier Gooker. Yeah. Now, do you know what they were... T- do you know what was supposed to come out of there? Or at least... The Undertaker. Dressed up in an egg. Like he was... He wasn't going to be Undertaker, though. He was going to be the, like, Professor Eggman or something like that. Yeah. It was going to be, like, this horrible gimmick. And to this day, even the closest people to Vince McMahon don't know why he changed his mind or how or why he saw the goddamn light. <laughs> yeah. Undertaker mentioned it on his on his appearance on the Broken Skull Sessions. I Yeah, I watched... Um, I'm a big fan of Legends panel on 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 the network. It's mm. it's a great watch. It really is. Um, I watch a lot of that, and that's what I what I heard it brought up by um, Patterson and Patterson and Ross talked about it quite a bit. 
Because Patterson, Pat Patterson is surprisingly close to Vince McMahon. Well, he was. I... Listeners, we know you've been hearing us ramble on for over 50 minutes. So we obviously appreciate whatever love you give us, whatever hate you give us, whatever patience you have, etc. We appreciate it all. Um, okay, so he may love all that. Bring me love, bring me coffee, bring me chocolate. Don't bring me hate. <laughs> I'm a sweet was, person. I'm the was, sweetest bitch you'll ever meet. I was trying to be... <laughs> I was trying to say fuck the haters by saying bring me your hate. Ah, uh, well, you've you heard us go on and on and on. <laughs> for over and on. 50, and for on. For over 50 pissy minutes. So, yes, bring my certified G cups of coffee, bars of chocolate, and love and support. Bring me love and support. Bring me a cup of tea a bar of chocolate, and maybe a pizza or two. <laughs> Do you know, because... if, they, if they wanted to ask to be a guest on this show or to give us a comment, where can they find you? Where can they find me? I'm. You can find me on Twitter at BadOldBear. Um, okay. <laughs> find me on Twitter at BadOldBear. I'm going to have an Insta at some point. No pictures of myself, though. It'll be all pictures of my animals. Right. And if you want to come to me to be a guest on the show or to spew whatever spewage you have, you can find me on Leon Antenna 2015 on Twitter and Leon Antenna 19 on Instagram. What's our, where can they uh, email us, dear? Oh, they can email us at T Announce Table, that is a singular T, then Announce Table, all in lowercase, at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe for further podcast episodes. Indeed. I've been the certified G. Sorry, no. (laughs) She's been the certified G. You've been the bona fide stud. This has been the Spanish announce table. We hope you don't destroy us. Bye. Or, or, you know, do, because I honestly can handle it. See you next time. Yes. (laughs) Bye-bye.